0: We can go whenever. Are we starting at the very, very beginning? Yes. Okay. Uh, hello? Oh, just a minute. I'll take that. Put her on. Hello? Or, uh, put her on. Hello, Muriel? Where are you? Well, come on up. Yes, I'm positive it's all right. Muriel, do you want me to come down and get you? All right, then take the elevator and come up to Suite 719. And stop being so silly. I'm dying to see you. Um, Hello, Operator. This is Mr. Kiplinger at 719. Would you please hold all local calls for the next hour? I'm going to be in a conference. Make that an hour and a half. Thank you. Then all kinds of craziness ensues. Muriel!
1: jesse it's not it is
0: muriel i can't believe it is it really you
1: it's me muriel well
0: come on in for pete's sakes come on in
1: i can only stay for a few minutes
0: my god it's good to see you
1: i just dropped in to say hello i really can't stay
0: you sounded good on the phone but you look even better
1: because i've got to get back to new jersey i parked in a one-hour zone hello jesse I think I'm very nervous. Hey,
0: hello, Muriel.
1: Same old Muriel, eh?
0: What do you mean, same old Muriel? You look fantastic. Come here, let me take a good look at you.
1: Oh, don't, Jesse. Don't look at me. I've been stuck in the Holland Tunnel for two hours. What time is it? Tell me when it's three o'clock. I really can't stay.
0: Muriel, I can't get over it. You look absolutely wonderful.
1: Well, I feel absolutely wonderful.
0: I really sincerely mean that. You simply look incredibly fantastic. Well,
1: I feel incredibly fantastic.
0: Well, you look it.
1: Well, I feel it.
0: And how are you?
1: I'm all right. I don't know why I'm so nervous. Do you?
0: No, I can't imagine why you should be so nervous.
1: Neither can I. I just am. Should I be here?
0: Why not? Is there anything wrong in
1: it? Oh, no, no, of course not. There's nothing wrong in it. My gosh, no. I don't see anything wrong. I just dropped by from New Jersey to say hello. What's wrong with that? I just don't think I should be here. Is it three o'clock yet?
0: Little Muriel Tate. All grown up and married. How many kids you got now? Three. No kidding. Three kids? What are they?
1: A boy and a girl.
0: A boy and girl?
1: And another boy who's away in camp. I can't even think straight. "'Isn't this terrible?' "'What's wrong?' "'I don't know. I can't catch my breath. "'Well, it's you. That's the simple explanation. "'I'm nervous about meeting you.'
0: "'Me? Me, Jesse Kiplinger, your high school boyfriend from Tenafly, New Jersey. "'Oh, Muriel.'
1: "'You know what I mean, Mr. Famous Hollywood Producer, staying at the Plaza Hotel?'
0: "'Mr. Famous Hollywood Producer? "'Muriel, you know me better than that. I haven't changed.' I made a couple of pictures, that's all.
1: A couple of pictures? The Easter show at the Radio City Music Hall? I stood online line with my children for three hours in the rain.
0: What did you do that for? You could have called my office in New York. My girl would have gotten you right in any time you want to see one of my pictures.
1: Oh, I couldn't do that. Why not? I couldn't. I couldn't impose like that.
0: You're not imposing. I am. I want you to.
1: What's the number?
0: I'll give it to you before you go. But first, you're going to sit down and have a drink. There's a million things I'm dying to ask you.
1: Oh, no drinks for me.
0: One little drink.
1: No, no, no. You go ahead and have a drink. I have a five o'clock hairdresser's appointment.
0: You don't drink?
1: Oh, once in a great, great while. Anyway, I've got to get home. I shouldn't even be in the city. The kids will be home from school soon, and I've got to make dinner for Larry, and I haven't even done my shopping at Bonwitz. No, no, I just dropped by to say hello.
0: What'll you have?
1: A vodka stinger.
0: Coming right up.
1: And then I've got to go. Whew, I finally took a breath. That felt good.
0: Will you relax? Will you, Muriel? Come on now, I want you to stop being so silly and relax.
1: Is that how you talk to your stars when they're nervous? Is that what you say to Elkie Summer?
0: I don't talk to the stars. I have directors for that. For God's sakes, Muriel, what are you so nervous about?
1: Oh, there's that famous Hollywood temper I read about. You want me to be frank? Please. I feel funny sitting here drinking in a hotel room. I mean, I'm a married woman.
0: Would you feel better if we had our drinks down in the palm court?
1: We're here. We might as well stay.
0: Okay, then will you sit back and relax?
1: Just for a few minutes. I've got a six o'clock hairdresser's appointment.
0: I thought it was five.
1: Oh, uh, it's flexible. Is it warm in here?
0: Why don't you take off your gloves?
1: Oh, no. Let's not have any of that, Mr. Jesse Kiplinger of Hollywood, California. My gloves will stay where they belong, if you please.
0: Muriel, you are delightfully and incredibly unchanged.
1: How long has it been now? Fifteen? Sixteen years? Since our last date? It'll be seventeen years on August 6th.
0: You remembered that?
1: I still have the swizzle sticks from Tavern on the Green.
0: No, time hasn't changed you, Muriel. You're still so fresh and clean. You even smell the same way. Oh? Like cool peppermint. Clear, cool peppermint.
1: Now you and your nose just behave yourself. I did not come to the Plaza Hotel to be smelled. And now you've blossomed
0: and matured. Only in reverse. You look younger and fresher and, well, you know what I mean. I just think you look absolutely fantastic.
1: Uh, you going to be in New York long, Jesse? Possibly
0: just till the end of the weekend. I've got to sign a director for my new picture. John Houston? Yes. How did you know that?
1: Oh, we keep up on things in Tenafly. Mr. Famous Hollywood producer staying at the Plaza Hotel, signing up John Houston for his next picture.
0: I might stay over another few days. It depends on what develops.
1: I've never been to the plaza before. It's beautiful. What's in there?
0: The bedroom. You can go in.
1: Oh, it's all right. I'll take your word for it. Is this where you meet with John Houston? I mean, does he sit here and the two of you talk, and then he signs the contract? Is that how you do
0: it? In this very room. Will you stop with the celebrity routine? Aside from a couple extra pounds, I'm still the same boy that ran anchor on the Tenafly track team.
1: And is living in the old Humphrey Bogart house in Beverly Hills.
0: How did you know that?
1: Never mind. I know. I know. Maybe I haven't seen you in 17 years, but I know an awful lot about you, Mr. Jesse Kiplinger pooch pooch isn't that what they call you in hollywood your nickname
0: pooch? Go- gooch gooch
1: thought it was pooch
0: no 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 it's gooch
1: i thought i read that you have all your shirts specially made by poochie in florence so they call you pooch
0: no no i have all my shoes made by Gucci in rome so they call me gooch oh it's a silly thing i don't know why they print stories like that
1: Because people like me like to read them. Are those Gucci shoes you're wearing now, Gooch?
0: No, these are the one pair I had made in England. You can't get leather like this in Italy. No, I have a man on Bond Street makes them for me. McCombs.
1: Well, they're beautiful shoes, McCooch.
0: McCooch, that's very good. Hey, can we stop talking about me for a while?
1: Why? I think you're very interesting to talk about.
0: Well, I don't. I'm very bored with me. I'm much more interested in you. But first, let's finish our drinks.
1: And then I have to go.
0: Let's say to renewing old acquaintances.
1: You drink to that. I'll drink to your new picture winning the Academy Award.
0: Muriel, it's not going to win an Academy Award. It's not even going to get nominated. As a matter of fact, it's a piece of crap. Excuse me, Muriel.
1: Be that as it may, it's going to gross over $9 million Domestic. That's beside the point. How did you know that? I know, I know, Mr. Gooch Kiplinger. I've been following your career very closely, if you please.
0: Muriel... It is so exciting to see you again. The minute you walked in that door, I got a tingle. All over. The way I used to.
1: You know what I mean? I'm sure I don't. I have three children, and I'm very happy, and I have a wonderful life. And I have no business being in a hotel room in New York at three o'clock in the afternoon with a man I haven't seen since Tavern on the Green 17 years ago. Any particular reason you did that?
0: I wanted to. Desperately.
1: Do you always blithely go ahead and do whatever you want to? If I can get away
0: with it, as a matter of fact, if you don't object too strenuously, I'm going to kiss you again.
1: And then I've got to go. Ooh, that'll be enough of that, Mr. Do-Whatever-You-Want-To Kiplinger. Wow, that vodka stinger has really gone to my head. It's even better if you drink it. Now don't confuse me. I'm nervous enough as it is. Cheers. Was it good? What? The drink? The kiss.
0: The kiss? Yes, the kiss was very good. What did it feel like? What do you mean, what did it feel like?
1: Was it a good kiss or a medium kiss? Or a waste of time kiss? I'm interested in knowing your reaction.
0: Why? You never asked me that when I kissed you in Tenafly.
1: You weren't a famous Hollywood producer living in Humphrey Bogart's house signing John Huston for his next picture in Tenafly. Can I please have your reaction to my kiss?
0: It was a superb kiss.
1: It wasn't superb. I don't kiss superbly. It was an average, inexperienced, everyday New Jersey kiss. I don't know why I let you kiss me anyway, Mr. Famous Hollywood kisser.
0: Is it possible that you are the last sweet, simple, unchanged, unspoiled woman living in the world
1: today? I'm sure I don't know what you're talking about. Oh gosh, look at my lips. I'd never get past the house detective. What time is it?
0: Twenty after.
1: Three? Already? I've got to go. Not yet. I must.
0: Ten more minutes.
1: I can't. Please. I'll stay five. Good. Good. Why did you call me yesterday?
0: I called you because, believe it or not, I've been thinking about you.
1: For 17 years? On and off. In Humphrey Bogart's old house? I don't believe you, Mr. International Liar. And I don't trust you. And I'm not staying.
0: Goodbye.
1: Do you mean that?
0: I don't want to force you to stay here. You know what's best for you.
1: I'll just finish my drink.
0: Muriel, you must believe me when I tell you I have no ulterior motives for asking you here today. I just wanted to see you. I'm trying to impress you with the fact that you are the only solitary, real, honest-to-goodness, unphony woman that I've been with since the day I arrived in Hollywood, 17 years ago.
1: What about your mother?
0: Uh, She's the worst.
1: Well, your mother must be very proud to have such a famous son.
0: Do you know, in my own quiet way, I was crazy about you.
1: As a matter of fact, everyone in Tenafly is proud of you. Even Larry, my husband, talks about you all the time. He always says, Jesse Kiplinger, Jesse Kiplinger, that's all I ever hear around this house.
0: I remember exactly what you looked like the day I left for California. You were wearing a tan raincoat, a tweed skirt, and a brown sweater. And that little locket that your grandmother had given you? Do you remember?
1: I remember when your first picture came to Tenafly. That's what I remember. Everybody went. Do you know it was the only Jeff Chandler picture that ever played two weeks at the hillside drive-in?
0: Even then you had a quality about you, Muriel, that was, well, sort of untouched. You were the only girl that gave me pleasure in just holding her hand.
1: You know, a lot of girls from school still kid me about you. I mean, when they see your name in a column or something like that.
0: I didn't expect to see it anymore, Muriel. That quality of honesty and frankness. That ability to cut through deceit and phoniness with just one look through those big, unsuspecting, wide-open eyes. I really didn't expect to see it again in my lifetime.
1: They always kid me and say... Oh, if I married you instead of Larry, I'd be living in Hollywood now, going to parties with James Garner and Otto Preminger, running around with the Rat Pack.
0: You don't know what you are. You really don't. Well, I'll tell you what you are. You're something very special. I know, Muriel.
1: I mean, I wouldn't even know what to say to Otto Preminger.
0: Don't change Muriel. Don't ever change the sweet, simple way you are.
1: Oh uh, uh, do you know Frank Sinatra? Who? Frank Sinatra. Did you ever meet him?
0: Yes, yes, I know Frank.
1: What's he like?
0: Frank? I I don't I don't really know him that well. We had dinner a few times.
1: Where? In his house?
0: Uh, once in a restaurant, once I think in his house. I, I don't remember.
1: Was Mia there?
0: Uh, no. This was before he met Mia.
1: So, in other words, you never met Mia?
0: Yes, I did meet Mia, but she wasn't married to Frank then.
1: I see. They say he's very generous. Is that true? Is he as generous as they say?
0: Yeah, I guess so. He served very large portions. I don't know. Christ, who cares about Frank Sinatra?
1: I'm sorry. I was just curious. I didn't mean to pry into your personal life. Well, I've got to be going.
0: Wait, Muriel.
1: No, I've got to leave before the traffic starts. If I get stuck in the Holland Tunnel again and I'm late for Larry's dinner, he'll want to know where I was and I don't lie very well. And Oh, gosh, I don't know why I came here in the first place. What have I done?
0: You haven't done anything, Muriel.
1: Haven't done anything. I'm sitting there letting you kiss me and smell me.
0: "'Muriel, if I've done anything to offend you, I'm sorry.'
1: "'I must have been out of my mind coming to the Plaza Hotel in the middle of the week.' There
0: is no reason to get yourself upset. I didn't do anything worse than give you a friendly kiss.
1: I happen to enjoy a wonderful reputation. I'm glad you enjoy it.
0: Now stop being so silly. Sit down and finish your drink.
1: I suppose you'll go back to Hollywood and have a big laugh with Otto Preminger over this.
0: I wouldn't dream of it.
1: Promise. I promise. Say it. Say, I will not have a big laugh with Otto Preminger over this.
0: I don't even talk to Otto Preminger. Why would I laugh at you? I have nothing but respect and the warmest of feelings for you. You do?
1: God's truth?
0: God's truth. You're an angel.
1: Really? Would I fit in with your crowd?
0: (laughs) No, you would not fit in with my crowd. You're too good for them. You're too sweet and honest for the whole slimy bunch.
1: But which ones would I fit in with?
0: Muriel, I don't know what kind of distorted image you have of these people, but they're not what you think they are. I'm not what you think I am. All these things you read in the paper about me being witty and charming and the boy genius, that's only part of the story. Do you know what kind of life I really lead in Hollywood? Are you going to tell me? Yes, I'll tell you. Why did I call you yesterday after 17 years? Okay, let's start with yes, I'm a famous Hollywood producer. Yes, I never made a picture that lost money. Yes, I've got that magic touch. Call it talent, whatever you want. I don't know. The fact is, ever since I was old enough to sneak into the Ridgewood Theater in Tenafly, I've been a movie nut. Not only have I seen every Humphrey Bogart movie he ever made at least eight times, I now own a print of all of those pictures. Why do you think I was so crazy to buy his house? And so I went to Hollywood and was very lucky and extremely smart and presto. I became a producer. I love making movies. Some are good, some are bad. Most of them are fun. I hope I can continue doing it for the next 50 years. That's one half of my life. The other half is that in the last 14 years, I've been married three times. To three of the worst bitches you'd ever want to meet.
1: Jesse, you don't have to tell me any of this if you don't want to.
0: Maybe you're right. Maybe I shouldn't be telling you about my sordid Hollywood past.
1: So, you married these three bitches... Then what happened? What
0: happened? I gave them love. I gave them a home. I gave them a beautiful way of life. And the three bitches took me for every cent I got. But I didn't even care about the money. Screw it. Excuse me, Muriel. What hurts is that they took the guts out of me. They were phony, unfaithful, all of them. Do you know I caught my first wife, Dolores, in bed with a jockey? A jockey, do you know what it does to a man's self-respect to find his wife in the sack with a four-foot eight shrimp weighs a hundred and twelve pounds, But as I said before, screw it. Tell me if I'm shocking you, Muriel. I'll let you know all right. My second wife, Carlotta, she was keeping her Spanish guitar teacher, keeping him. I never caught her, but she didn't fool me. No one takes $27,000 worth of guitar lessons in it one year.
1: Is Carlotta the one you met at Kirk Douglas's house?
0: Yes, as a matter of fact. Was that in the paper, too?
1: She the Grahams column. It was a big party for the Ukrainian folk dancers in the Los Angeles Rams.
0: Muriel, forget about the Los Angeles Rams. Listen to what I'm saying to you. I'm in a very bad way. I've been through three hellish, miserable marriages. I don't want to go that route again. I'm losing my faith and belief that there's anything left that resembles an uncorrupt woman. And so, last week, my mother, who still gets the Tenafly newspaper, shows me a picture of the PTA annual outing at the Palisades this year. And who was there on the front page, coming in first in the mother-daughter potato race? looking every bit as young and lovely and as sweet as she did 17 years ago, was my last salvation. Muriel Tate. That's why I had to see you, Muriel, just to talk to you, to have a drink, to spend five minutes to reaffirm my faith that there are decent women in this world, even if it's only one, even if you're the last of a dying species. If somebody like you exists, Muriel, then maybe there's still somebody for me. That's why I called you yesterday.
1: Well, well, well.
0: I hope whatever I said didn't embarrass you, Muriel. But hell, if you expect honesty from another person, you can't be anything less than honest yourself.
1: I'm not embarrassed. I'm flattered. To think a famous person like you wants to confide in a plain person like me...
0: Now you finish your vodka stinger, and I'm going to let you go.
1: Oh, I've got plenty of time. Larry's never home till seven. Cheers.
0: How are you, Muriel? Are you happy?
1: Happy? Oh, yes. I think if I'm anything, I'm happy.
0: I'm glad. You deserve happiness, Muriel.
1: Yes, Larry and I are very happy. I would have to say that Larry and I have one of the happier marriages in Tenafly.
0: that's wonderful.
1: I mean, we've had our ups and downs like any married couple, but I think in the final analysis, what's left is that we're happy.
0: I couldn't be more pleased. Well, listen, it's no surprise. Larry's a wonderful guy.
1: Do you think so? Don't you? Yes, I do, but no one else seems to care for him. Of course, they don't know him the way I do. I'm not a stinger again.
0: Are you sure you're going to be okay or you're going to be all right? I mean, driving.
1: If I had to worry about getting home every time I had three vodka stingers, I'd give up driving. Yes. I'd say that in spite of everything, Larry and I have worked out happiness or some form of it.
0: Is he doing well in business?
1: Oh, in business, you don't have to worry. In that department, he's doing great. I mean, he's really got a wonderful business there. Of course, it was good when my father had it. Oh, cheers.
0: In what department isn't he doing well?
1: He's doing well in every department.
0: Are you sure?
1: I'm positive.
0: Well, Then I'm glad.
1: Why? What do you hear? I haven't heard anything,
0: except for what you're telling me.
1: Well, I'm telling you that we have a happy marriage. Are you trying to infer that we don't have a happy marriage? No. Well, you're wrong. We have a happy marriage. A gosh darn happy marriage. Oh, I'm sorry. I should have had lunch.
0: Shall I order down for some food?
1: No, I can't stay. Larry will be home about five.
0: I thought he comes home at seven.
1: If he comes home at all. Please forgive me, Jesse. I seem to be losing control of myself.
0: You drank those too quickly. Didn't you have anything to eat all day?
1: Just an olive with the two stingers I had downstairs. I'll be all right.
0: Do you want to lie down for a while?
1: What's the point? You're going back to Hollywood in a few days. Oh, I see what you mean. Oh gosh, I'm sorry, Jesse. I seem to be running off at the mouth.
0: What is it, Muriel? What's with you and Larry?
1: Nothing. I told you we're very happy. We have tiny little differences like every normal couple, but basically we're enormously happy together. I couldn't ask for a better life. Oh, you shouldn't have done that, Jesse. I'm very vulnerable right now and you mustn't take advantage. I'm going. I've got to go.
0: Muriel, I I didn't know.
1: No, Jesse, don't. Why didn't you let me know? Who knew you were interested? You were always at a party with the Los
0: Angeles Rams. I never suspected for a minute. Why didn't you write me?
1: Where? I don't know where Humphrey Bogart lived. I've got to go. Let me go.
0: God, how I thought about you on the plane all the way to New York.
1: Please, Jesse. I've got to buy something in Bonwoods and get dinner for Larry. Don't bite my neck, it'll leave marks.
0: You're different, Muriel. I know you are. You're not like any of the others.
1: I'm not different, Jessie. I'm a woman. A happily married woman with normal desires and passions. Please don't rub me.
0: My life is empty, Muriel. Empty. Empty. But you can fill it for me. You can.
1: I can't fill your life for you, Jesse. I've got to get home. Larry'll kill me. Stay an hour, just one
0: hour, that's all.
1: No, no. Tomorrow, you'll be al- I'll be alone with my regrets and you'll be out there with Dino and Groucho.
0: One hour, Muriel. Live my life with me for one hour.
1: No, please, Jesse. I've got to pick up my lamb chops.
0: One hour, Muriel. The world can change for one hour.
1: Can it, Jesse? Can it really? It
0: can for me, Muriel. It can for you.
1: I don't know, Jesse. I just don't know.
0: All right. We'll just talk. No one ever got hurt just talking, did they?
1: I suppose not.
0: Of course they didn't.
1: What'll we talk about?
0: Whatever you say. Whatever you want.
1: Did you go to the Academy Awards dinner last year?
0: "'Certainly. I go every year.'
1: "'Oh, gosh, really?' "'Really.' "'Who did you sit next to?'
0: "'In the theater, I sat next to Steve McQueen on one side and Liza Minnelli on the other.'
1: "'She's adorable, isn't she?' "'A
0: real pixie.'
1: "'And who did you sit with at dinner?'
0: "'Well, let's see. At my table, there was Charlton Heston and his wife, Joseph E. Levine, the producer.' Eva Marie Saint, Marge and Gower Champion.
1: Oh, they're cute. All at your table?
0: All at my table. And at the next table, there was Anthony Quinn, Verna Lisi, Paul Newman and Joanne... uh,
1: Woodward.
0: Woodward. And there was Dean Jones and Yvette Mimou. Together? Yes, together. Uh, then behind us, there was Troy Donahue, Stella Stevens, Sammy Davis Jr., and Margot Fontaine. Yay! <laughs>